Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Creature Feature, production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host of Many Parasites, Katie Golden. I studied psychology and evolutionary biology, and today on the show, we're talking about the cutest, most adorable animals who love to murder. Uh, I think so many animals are cute, so I've had to really imagine, like, what is, objectively speaking, the cutest animals out there who also just love to kill. We're talking about murderers with big old puppy eyes, murderers who look like cute little bunny rabbits mixed with chihuahuas, and murderers who look completely inconspicuous, like something that Snow White would have land on her hand and then impale her on a stake. Joining me today to talk about this is producer, director, podcast host of Shooting Threes, and my friend, Bridget Greenberg. Welcome! Hey, thank you for having me. Talk about some cuties. Yes, we're going to talk about some cuties. The inspiration for this is that you mentioned to me that you love the black-footed cat. No, we. Oh, I love that little murderer. Yeah, we have talked about him recently on the show, so I didn't want to do a whole episode uh, with him in it. But uh, I do want to briefly go over, like, what do you find so appealing about the black-footed cat? As if I need to ask. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it's obvious. Look at the little thing. Yeah, but, uh, he's a little guy. I, I, 
I've been I've been spreading the gospel about this cat before for for years now. Yes. I came I came across it Thank and uh, been telling people and it and and he's blown up recently and I'm proud of him. Um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I too have been but, talking uh, about this little guy for years, so I I, am, yeah. I also feel like I like the black-footed cat before he was cool, but no gatekeeping here. I love that no. he's now a big thing. No, no, I I think for me it was uh, there is a picture of him looking real angry with just yes. a mutilated bird with a, in that his bird. mouth. Oh, I love, that's my favorite yeah. one. I know exactly which photo you're talking about. He's got like a yeah. birdie stuffed right in his mouth and just yeah. eyes of He's Satan. Like, I killed this. In the body yeah. of a little tiny cat who's like, it's a wild cat, but it's like half the yeah. size of a house cat. It's teeny tiny. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, a, it's truly like kitten size. Yes. And looking and it's it's the cutest thing and i think i just uh yeah as a as a as someone on the smaller scale of humans <laughs> uh i just i really appreciate that like uh you know don't count these guys right. out they're athletes uh they're incredibly uh savvy yes uh and they're dangerous but also i want one bridget is saying that she is dangerous and loves murder i'm dangerous <laughs> i yeah <laughs> Just, uh, I am not to be reckoned yeah, with. Yeah, small people uh, can be killers too. Don't judge a book by I, its cover. Yeah, I'm really sick of people discounting me, right? And uh, what I'm capable of, uh, and it's and it's uh, extreme violence. Well, if it makes you feel better, I've always kept one eye open with you around Bridget. Like I, I've yeah, always thought, it, maybe, yeah, you know, yeah, like as as uh, someone who has no business. Uh, and yells a lot that I will fight people. Yeah, uh, now you've got a glint. You've really... got you've got the glint in your eye. You know the yeah. the, the, <laughs> the, the one that the the black footed cat has in that photo with the bird stuffed in its yeah. mouth. That sort of murderous yeah. glint. You have that. that. Now I don't think you yeah. would ever murder anyone. No, simply because I fail to see how that would benefit you. No, and uh, I've truly have run away from fights that have happened. <laughs> For being honest, but I like to think I'm tough, and uh, these these tiny cuties yeah. uh, make me believe that I could be tough. I'm proudly a wimp. I'll just say it right yeah. there. Uh, I'm I am yeah. just I'm absolutely yeah. the fancy way to say it is like oh I abhor violence, but really I'm a huge wimp. But it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's just when yeah, at some point you realize there's no way that. It's a good outcome for you. Right. <laughs> good, like, exactly. To start there's it. No, there's no. Yeah. To start it, to be a part of it, to even yeah. be within like 10 feet right. of a tussle. But I'll, but I'll finish am, it. But I'll finish it. You know, you'll, you'll finish it yeah. by running away. I, I'm the kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm the kind of person where if people are fighting near me. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm at a concert, I will get sucked into a mosh pit mm-hmm. by like accident. Like gravity just like. Yeah. Pulls the smallest person near it. Uh, oh, that's it's yeah, scary. I just, I just have to like. I just have to like excuse myself because I'm like I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get punched in the face even though yeah. I'm standing twenty feet away. My so, face you know, is I a, respect these guys. My face is a magnet for stray balls. Okay, that sounds bad, but I mean like sports <laughs> balls, like no, like, yeah, like soccer there, there balls, are people, yeah, footballs, ping pong balls, yeah, baseballs, yeah. You'll get I have hit. Been yeah, hit in no, the there face are people by every single type of sports related ball. I would say it will happen. Yeah, there there are people that are just like magnets, uh, yeah. and yeah, they're generally like unassuming five foot four women who yes. are just like magnets for like 
just stray shit falling on them. Right, right. It's like it, it's like you know, like send me your errant projectiles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it will, yeah, it, it will land on me yeah. somehow. So I got to excuse myself, but I like that these guys they they're brave. They're they put brave. themselves right in it. Yes, I love. They're uh, an inspiration. Really? Yeah, really. They're on my yeah. dream board. <laughs> I, I wish to be this murderous yeah. someday. So we are yeah. we are not talking about the black footed cat as much as I love them. Uh, we have talked about them sure. recently. I think I had I think the pod the the title was like when the it's about cat play. It's like when the cats play, when the mouse yeah. is away, the cats will play. And it's got yeah. I've got a cat expert on. We talk about cats. I bring up nice. the black footed cat. We talk about cat evolution. It's good stuff. Check that yeah. out if you want to hear more about the black footed cat. But we are yeah. talking about some equally adorable animals who also just are absolutely bloodthirsty and love killing. The first one is one of my, I say this so much, but it's always true. It's one of my favorite animals. This is the Tarsier. <laughs> um, yeah, they look like aliens. They, yes, they have, you uh, know, the, it's, it's the eyes. I do got to say it's the eyes. <laughs> it's the eyes. It's the eyes. It's their little uh, weird E.T. hands. Yes. Um, yeah. They're adorable they have, aliens. I think cuter than they, E.T. They, they, yeah. E.T.'s. Yeah, especially. The problem yeah. with E.T. is he doesn't have fur. He's just got the skin. No. So. Yeah. And that was really where Steven, uh, Mr. Spielberg, went wrong. But these guys, they got it right. They, they yeah. covered themselves in fur like all animals, I believe, should. Right. Um, I mean, we should also. I. <laughs> Uh, think that that was an oversight for humanity. You know, we should just be yeah, um, yeah. Which makes furry, it sound which makes it sound like I'm a furry. Which no offense to furries, I am not. No. However, I'm not even talking about like an animal like human, just hairy all over. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like cousin it essentially. Yeah, if only it just makes everybody more approachable. Yeah, there we go. So, yes, yeah. depending on your perspective, tarsiers are one of the cutest or freakiest looking little animals out there. They are a family, so multiple species, of little itty bitty primates found in Indonesia, the Philippines, Malaysia, and Brunei. And yes, they got gigantic eyeballs. They have mouth like <laughs> ears. Different species have different sized ears. Sometimes they're kind of little, sometimes they're actually a little bigger, but they're always sort of like these little mouth like ears. They've got long fingers and toes. Those sort of their hands and their feet are sort of like not quite how we, you know, how primates have the sort of like hand feet thing where it's like they kind of look like human hands, kind of look almost like human yeah. feet. These are quite different. So they're they're much more primitive, but their hands just like you said, they're ET hands. They have really yeah. long spindly fingers. And yeah, they really got those little bulbs. Yeah, like their knuckles are kind of uh, bulbous, and their toes are also really long and spindly. So they kind of—they actually look like frog feet <laughs> to me. They, yeah, they're like a hybrid of a mouse, a frog, and a monkey with eyes the size of ping pong balls. Yeah, that did a bunch of Molly. Yes. <laughs> They're raging right now. And for our younger listeners, Molly is just a nice person who likes to party. It's a nice lady. It's a nice yeah, lady who likes to go to parties. So they tend to be very small. 
The largest species tend to grow around six inches long or 15 centimeters with tails that are longer than their bodies and spindly fingers. So that's not that big. And those are the large, those are the big ones. Those are the big boys. Yeah, you got like the little, there's a little Furby looking one (laughs) that I'm guessing is a smaller guy. Yeah, you want to hear about the little ones? The smaller ones? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The smallest species of tarsier is the pygmy tarsier found in Sulawesi, Indonesia, who is about four, three to four inches big, which is like 95 millimeters and weighs less than two grams. So that is like literally just a palm full. It's like, yeah, it's like six paper clips. (laughs) (laughs) It's so little. Yeah, I've got this picture, and it's just some dude holding one of these little guys. He doesn't look particularly happy to be held. They don't love being no. handled. Um, but yeah, he, there's rage behind those eyes. Oh yeah, behind those big glassy eyes. Yeah, we'll talk more about that rage later. But like, yes, they yeah. they don't like to be handled. Um, but he is just kind of like peeking out from behind this guy's hand, going like, "What the hell, man." <laughs> Yeah, put put me put me down. Put me down. But he's t- he's down. tiny and full of rage. Yeah. So and which those are my favorite compliments. Yeah. I mean, again, telling on yourself here. So yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so about those huge eyeballs, their eyes are so large they are often bigger than their brains. Their eyeballs <laughs> are bigger than their whole entire brain. <laughs> like a Pixar character. <laughs> I feel like that's a weird diss to Pixar. Like, your character's eyes are yeah. bigger than their brains. It's like... I mean, right. I just think of, like, Baby Dory, where I, like, saw that, and I was like, oh, <laughs> they they got a ratio wrong here. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah, when you look at... there's yeah. You know those, like, things where they people take popular cartoon characters and do a fake, like, skeleton of them? Like, here's a skeleton oh, for yeah. Pikachu or Garfield or whoever... And it always yeah. looks like really funky because the actual internal anatomy of a cartoon would look weird. Yeah, it, it yeah, its head would like topple it. Yeah, the uh, the skull of a tarsier looks made up. It does not look real. It, does. it looks like one of these like it, cartoon it looks, skulls. Yeah, it looks like a Pokemon. It does. It's it's yeah ninety percent eye socket. <laughs> I know. It's like it's like. Too- <sighs> So why are their eyes so disconcertingly huge? So while they seem like the cutest, most harmless of the primates, they are the only living species of primate that is entirely carnivorous. Yeah, look at those teeth. Yeah, yeah. Those are carnivores' <laughs> little tiny teeth. So <laughs> other primates tend to be omnivorous, herbivorous, or frugivorous. Frugivorous, frugivorous, either any way you want to say it. I believe whichever way you choose. It's, you know, however I'm feeling. But the Tarsier family are nocturnal predators, killers who lurk in the night. So Mm. there are nocturnal predators like wildcats who do not have these cartoonishly huge googly eyes. So what the heck is going on? I imagine you asking. (laughs) Yes. What the heck is going on? Thank you for asking, Katie, tell us. Thank you for asking. So tarsiers don't have a tapetum lucidum. So uh, the tapetum lucidum is a reflective layer behind the retina 
that you see in a lot of nocturnal or crepuscular animals. So nocturnal means you're active at night. Crepuscular means you're active at dawn and dusk. So twilight. So these are animals like cats, raccoons, deer, dogs, and many more. And that's why when you look at your kitty cat at night, it's got those glowing demonic eyes. Yeah. Has nothing to do with their deal with Satan. It's all that tapetum (laughs) lucidum that is behind the retina that is reflected. It's like a mirror, a biological mirror that reflects light back outwards. I was just assuming that was them trying to be cuter for me, but (laughs) all right. All right. Try hard cats. Yeah, Yeah. right. I'll I'll cuddle. Yeah, but by reflecting light, the tapetum lucidum essentially doubles the amount of light hitting the photosensitive cells on the retina. So the light hits the photosensitive cells like your rods and cones, mostly rods for night vision. Um, It hits the rods going in and then it gets reflected back out and hits them again. So you're, you're actually doubling like the amount of light you're getting in your eye just by having this reflective layer. It's really clever. Yeah. Big ol' lot. Yeah, no, they they just got... I'm just, like, staring at this thing. It's the strangest-looking skull I've ever seen. Well, right. And so for these guys, right, uh, this is how this is how a cat is able to have eyeballs, have night vision, that reflective layer, without having huge ping-pong eyeballs. Like, imagining a yeah. cat with the size of these eyeballs is, like, kind of funny and a little scary. Unsettling. Yeah, but but <laughs> humans and, and primates do not have the tapetum lucidum. They don't have this. We don't have this reflective layer. Oh, so, but this, wouldn't it be cool? It would be very cool. We could have shiny eyes in the night, yeah. and like, but this is including the tarsier family. So tarsiers don't have that reflective layer. So to be able yeah. to see well enough at night to precisely locate and catch prey, instead of this clever mirror trick, they just. Big ol' eyeballs. Big ol' eyeballs. That was the plan. <laughs> Just make them big. <laughs> Just make them big. Just make them big. Yeah, that's kind of how a, uh, a camera lens works. So they just yeah. got like a full open stop camera. Yeah, yeah. That is funny where it's like, how do you get like with a telescope or a, a, yeah. a camera lens? It's like, how do you get get it to see better at night yeah. or distances? Is like, make it bigger. Make it longer. Make it, make big. it yeah, bigger. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that that is interesting. Like your your experience as a filmmaker, how do you have you ever shot stuff at nighttime? Yeah, there there are cameras that are that they make that are specifically good at shooting in low light, and it it, it kind of the the sensor on the lens kind of works in a similar way where they just uh, the technology has figured out how to make these sensors as big as possible, make it big, to soak in as much light. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, it makes it makes the camera super sensitive uh, when you move it. You have to adjust a lot. But yeah, yeah, it, it's it's the same thing. If you look at the center of the camera, it's just like a massive uh, little mirror inside. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, and I, I got two of them. Yeah. And that's interesting because like, yeah. So because their eyes are so sensitive and there's just so much eyeball a huge portion of their brain, which again is outsized by their actual eyeballs, is developed to visual processing. So they've got these brains and mo- a lot of it is for visual processing. Yeah. You got your hardware, which is your your eyeballs, and then the software has to process, yeah, has to all, process. all that data. Uh, and 
actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got such tiny little skull brains. I know. Where does that brain fit in there? I don't. I don't even know. Where does it go? It's yeah. a little brain. <laughs> big eyes, little brain. God, that's the life, isn't it? Just big old eyes, but tiny uh, little that's brain. That's what I. Yeah. Heavenly. Just take in everything. Don't think about any of it. <laughs> right. That sounds except for killing. Yeah. Horrifying. But uh, yeah, so so in their eyeballs, like I mentioned earlier, uh, rods, we have rods and cones. So those are the generally the two types yeah. of photosensitive cells in our retinas. Um, rods uh, do not do much in terms of seeing color. They are really good, though, in low light conditions at picking up on uh, very dim light. So the tarsiers don't see much in terms of color. Their vision is optimized for nighttime seeing and so they can pick up on their prey. Also, fun fact, they can move their heads 180 degrees in either direction, allowing them 360-degree vision. Whoa! Okay, twist. <laughs> they're like, twist. they have owl necks. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, so they're... Oh, that's... They got bendy necks. They got bendy necks. They're creepy little bloodthirsty goblins. I love them. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so... To just watch one of these things with these... Big giant Whoop. eyes just slowly 180 at you. Yeah. And then show those those crazy uh predator teeth. That would make the exorcist uh, like way cuter. Just like oh, one Oh, I wanna yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna remake it with uh, these guys. Your your mother They're trainable. Your <laughs> yeah. mother sucks butts in hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I yeah, I'd be okay if they yeah. if one of these guys told me that. Yeah, if one of these guys was <laughs> like a little demon, I'm I'm you know what? Then I'm okay. I'm all right with it. So, I'm all right with it. Sign me up for demons if these are what demons are. So if that's what they are. So tar take me to the, hell. <laughs> the Tarsier's hunting strategy is to stay as still as possible, staring into the night, watching <laughs> for the movement of prey. <laughs> Listening with their big ears, their independently moving ears, trying to pinpoint where their little prey is rustling, staring with their huge eyes, standing still as a statue until they pounce on their victim from over six feet away or two meters. They are incredible leapers as well. Uh. Look at those legs. Yeah, yeah, they're springy. Very springy. So just like this... I mean, we think they're cute, but if you're like a little a little guy uh, sharing their territory, someone who would be their prey, it's just this huge-eyed goblin that yeah. is like this gargoyle, doesn't move, can swivel its head <laughs> yeah. like basically 360 degrees, and then as soon as it <laughs> spots you, literally like flings itself at you. That's terrible. Truly gargoyles. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like perched in a tree waiting still. I love gargoyles. I've gotten the opportunity to see some like gargoyles at like old oh, churches. Yeah. And they're they're such they're they're not really actually scary usually. They're usually super Ooh. goofy. They're goofuses yeah. and what I love them. What a weird thing. Yeah. I for some reason I was thinking about gargoyles and I was like, what a strange thing we've done. <laughs> To protect our buildings. What a strange yeah. creature we made up. But I guess we didn't. These guys are truly tiny gargoyles. <laughs> Look at even their ears are like... It's gremlin stuff. Yeah. So yeah. they mostly eat insects or arthropods. So like spiders, insects, yeah. anything. But they will also make a snack out of bats, birds, snakes, and lizards. 
Whoa. So, I mean, I because I was wondering, I was like, they, you know, they're the size of a small rat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not like they can, like, oh, so they'll they'll take something down their own yeah. size or bigger. Yeah. Anything, good, anything good just slightly smaller than them. <laughs> they will... If they can pounce on it and fit it in their mouth, then it's it's food. <laughs> then good for them. Yes, good for them. These are real, you know, like boss boss bays taking control of the situation. You know, you're little, yeah. but you can still, you know, massacre even smaller animals. Yeah. I yeah, so it's just like a stealth attack. They just like jump on yeah. these things and start Shredding, shredding them with their yeah crunching big crunch oh. yeah i mean it is it is inspirational right no matter how small you are there's always someone smaller you can fit in your mouth and just crunch down on it it's it's good to know it's good to know uh, so it's good to know or even your own size sure Don't pick on people their own size you know if you can do it if you can get if you yeah. can get a biden you can get a biden you know what i mean anything is food yeah because they can't be much bigger than the birds that they're taking down. Well, so. some of the, I mean, like, I think, yeah, I, I think generally speaking, they would take down smaller birds. Um, like, you know, they're, they're yeah. I mean, because they there are, are tiny birds out there. There are yeah. small birds, you know, and I think like, and a lot of bird mass sometimes is just feathers. So like you get yeah. sort of, you know, you can get. The, yeah, the meat is. Right. Uh, <laughs> So the tarsiers themselves are quite small and they are prey to larger predators. However, they will not go down without a fight. Some species of tarsiers form these small family groups, but then when they're threatened, they will join with other family groups to ward off the predators. So they will join forces and all shriek and scream and like try to drive away predators. It's fantastic. That's incredible. I was hoping they would become like a little Tarsier transformer, kind of <laughs> like create big a big, <laughs> just, yeah, just like pile on top and become a big one to fight. Uh, but that's cool too. No shrieking is also Form cool. Form of Tarsier, shape of <laughs> yeah. bigger Tarsier. Tarsier, yeah. Just fight together. Yeah, just like little uh, the Tarsiers falling off as they get punched by like the other animal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I love the teamwork. Yeah, teeth made out of ever smaller tarsiers. Yeah, no, it's wonderful. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Yeah. <laughs> so earlier, like I mentioned that they do not like to be handled. These are, I feel like for anyone who's like an introvert, these guys are truly like, you know, kindred spirits. So they sure. are so specifically adapted for their environment. They absolutely cannot survive or be bred in captivity uh, their eyes and ears are so sensitive, they don't tolerate light, loud sounds, and they hate being handled. Uh, in captivity, they will sometimes throw themselves against the walls of their enclosure in distress, which can be fatal. So, like, you know, yeah. leave them alone. Leave them alone. They're good on their own. Yeah. They can handle themselves. I do... It's hard not to pick them up. I know they are adorable, but just know when you pick them up, they are they want to murder you. If they if they could yeah. murder you in that moment, they would do it without hesitation. Like we joke about that with cats, but it's not really true. Like our house cats, it's yeah. like, "Oh, you want to murder me?" but not really. They they like you. They want to yeah. have the food you give them. They like the cuddles. Yeah. These little guys 
I'm 100% confident if we could get in their brains and they see you coming at them, trying to cuddle them, making a kissy face, they're like thinking like murder, 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 uh, murder, 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 murder. They're going to attack your face. <laughs> they, yeah, yes. they don't, yeah, they don't need you to give them food. They no. love the hunt. They, they love the hunt. Yes, they thrive on it. They just, they just love killing. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and that's all they need. Leave them alone Leave them in alone. the jungle to kill. Right, exactly. And, be, and thrive and live their best <laughs> life. Murdering <laughs> snakes. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag murder life. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag tiny gremlins. <laughs> Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. On to another murderous cutie, Bridget. The world is full of the cutest animals who love to kill stuff. (laughs) So I want to talk about one of the cutest foxes in the world, the fennec fox. Now, I love these guys. These guys are, I think these are relatively well known. Probably if you're a listener, you've seen one of these guys. So these are the little foxes, kind of like sandy colored with the big old ears. So... They are found in the deserts of northern Africa. They are the smallest of the canids, canids being a family that includes dogs, wolves, jackals, and foxes. So smallest fox, smallest canid. They're little teeny tiny guys. So they grow to be around 15 inches long or 40 centimeters, not including their tail, and weigh around two to four pounds. So one to two kilograms. Oh, little little babies. It's all ear weight. It's all ears. Yeah, it's all ears. Yeah, it, their ears are actually bigger than their heads. Sometimes they're like half the size of their bodies. They look like fluffy chihuahua bunnies. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I don't know how they hold these guys up, but it's cute. <laughs> they have the largest ear to body ratio of any canid. So uh, <laughs> they are, it, it just makes, what is it about big old ears that is so cute? I, you know, I don't know. You, you wouldn't think it, but like, I don't know. These guys are really working it in particular. They really do. Uh, With their cute little foxy face. Uh, It it works. It just works. They're pulling it off. They look great. It's a good fit. And yeah, so like they have um, these also little fuzzy tufted footsies, tootsies, little feet (laughs) that protect their little paws from the hot desert sand. Oh, just like it, little booties, just absolute cuteness. Uh, yeah, I, I they are the. It's like you know, remember the Avatar animated series, not the blue blue people Avatar, but the right, yeah, you know, like the the OG Firebender, the... yeah, the OG <laughs> Airbender Avatar. Yeah, they had that little that little thing Momo. 
with the huge ears. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah. like, I don't know, kind of similar vibes. Not quite. I guess Momo was more of a lemur thing, but these got just the big yeah. ears. The big ears are so. It, it, huh. It's the big ears. And on, uh, and on any pet, the ears are one of my favorite things to play yes, with. Yes, yes. Uh, and I think that's what it is. I bet they're real soft. Yeah. You should, probably shouldn't touch them, but I bet. They have the softest ears. I would imagine, yes. Yeah, my dog, like... I really... Yeah, yeah. Get, getting the scratches right. on my dog ear, my dog's ears. It's like, these ears are just like little Ugh. cuddle zones. I love them. I love them. Uh, I wonder what these guys look like wet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can I tell you, Bridget, they should not get wet. They would hate it because I mean, they, they are, live in a desert, yeah. They live in a desert. <laughs> yeah. They do not love water. They don't swim... Really, they they do not want to really be around bodies of water. In fact, they don't even really need Can't to drink yeah. that much water. Most of the hydration they get is from the juices of their victims. So mm. they love mm. killing. They will eat <laughs> yeah, they do. small mammals, lizards, birds, geckos, but they'll also eat eggs. They'll even eat root vegetables. So they're... Quasi omnivorous, <laughs> but uh, they but they absolutely love to kill stuff. Um, but yeah, because water is so scarce in their desert environment, they all, all yeah. most of their hydration comes from the blood and the guts of the things they kill. Ah, uh, good for them. <laughs> Just straight lizard Gatorade, right? <laughs> oh God, for these guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> cool and refreshing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you imagine like a little coach, one of these Fennec Foxes is a coach and then like wins yeah, the game yeah. and they just pour, dump yeah, a big get... like frothy <laughs> thing of like lizard guts yeah, on lizards. them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, teen, let's take a break. Everyone get some lizard guts. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go back to those ears for a minute, though. Those what are those massive ears doing? Are they getting, flying around like planes? I wish. So the massive ears actually serve two functions. One is to actually keep them cool in the desert heat, and the other is to stalk and locate victims no matter where they try to hide. So the obvious use of these ears is being sensitive to hearing prey. So they can hear arthropods or rodents moving under the sand, like buried under the sand. And once they've pinpointed their prey, they will find exactly where they are under that sand, rapidly dig them up, and then before they know it, it's it's a murder. I would love to watch it dig. I bet it's really <laughs> cute <laughs> yeah. watching them just dig in the sand uh, <laughs> for murdering purposes. But uh, yeah. those little tufted paws just like, going oh boy, in the sand. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Here I go. I'm going to murder. <laughs> that would drive me crazy. Like, imagine hearing... Everything moving underneath the ground. Uh, it's good it's for them, food? but like I, if it's, <laughs> I think even if it's all food, like imagine being uh, like full and being like, oh, I still hear. I mean, my food moving. That's the thing, though. When you're in this, when you're a little guy, you got a rapid metabolism, and you live in this desert environment. Like you, you, you are you're probably never, yeah. always hungry, always hungry for murder. So, yeah. Yeah, so they... You gotta uh, be paranoid. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, imagine if you could hear, like, just hear a burger scuttling around and you're like, I'm gonna get that burger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get, yeah. Drive me nuts. 
So large ears also means a large surface area where blood vessels can spread out and meet the air, which cools down the blood as it circulates into the body. So it's actually a built-in blood conditioner. This is a common technique that animals will use to cool down in hot environments. So like jerboas, which are adorable little like mice, they look like little mice that have like kangaroo legs and giant ears. They're so cute. African yeah. hares also have just gigantic ears. Yeah. And even when you think about it, elephants, like those big ears, in addition to being able to kind of fan them around, like that surface area allows that blood to cool and get recirculated back into the elephant. So it helps keep them cool. That is so, yeah. I, I mean, it never fails to like amaze me how smart evolution is yeah. and the body is and like these little tricks. Um, it's like all yeah, improv, that, yeah. all improv, baby. No plan. Yeah, like what improv. if we made the, yeah. <laughs> What if we just like really stretched out the ears yeah. so they can feel the breeze? Yeah, it's it's ears. not even that though. You just get a you get a Dumbo born yeah. one generation, and then like Dumbo's like, huh, I feel actually really good, really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and he this makes more Dumbos, nice. and the ladies. Yeah, love it. I mean it make. Yeah, I mean it makes sense because like I guess like when you're hot and you just like starfish in bed and yeah. spread out, <laughs> uh, to cool down. Yes. Uh. Uh, These guys have smart ears. Squirrels do that sometimes, too, to, like, dissipate heat, like, where they kind of spread out. I've seen that. And it's called... Yeah, I've seen... It's got an actual name. You want to know what it is? What is it called? Splooting. (laughs) No way. Yeah. Yes way. Oh, I remember the... Yeah, the first time... I was amazed. I saw a squirrel just, like, fully lying on the top of a park bench. (laughs) Uh, in the middle of the summer, and it was the first time I had ever seen anything like that. And I was like, "Are you okay, little buddy?" He's like, "Just I guess that's what he was. Mind doing. your own business. <laughs> just, just splutin. Leave me just to splutin. Leave me alone, splutin. <laughs> oh, I can't believe that. That really feels like something the internet came up with. Uh, I love it. <laughs> so while these guys have Fennec- splutin ears, <laughs> so. Fennec foxes are also pretty cute in their social lives. They uh, live in family groups in the den, uh, and that is adorable. They do actually hunt alone, though. Oh. Like when, when they're out murdering, they do it on their own. Um, they don't want their family to see it. Right. You're too young to see this junior and then just sh- yeah. ripping the head <laughs> off of something. But, it, yeah. you know, they actually will take on prey larger than themselves. They are that for them. dedicated to the cause of murdering things. So oh. they will sometimes like pick out a rabbit and rabbits can actually be larger than, than them. These like hares will be bigger than the finnick fox. And they're like, eh, I could eat it. I could do that. That's, that's, a, that's, that's a family dinner. That That's smart. They know a rabbit probably doesn't have like can't hurt them. It's bigger than them. But it probably can't hurt them. Well, it's not necessarily true, though. Rabbits and hares oh. will viciously fight back if they can. Like, they have massive hind legs that can really, like, actually shred and tear. Oh. Um, so, like, they are... I just... Yeah. <laughs> they will defend themselves. I just had an image. Yeah. Fair. I just had an image of, like, a rabbit trying to, like, back kick one of these things. Yeah. Just, like, flying through the air. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it truly, like, it sounds like, ah, fighting a rabbit, that's like, that's punching down, but that, I, not really. I could fight a rabbit. <laughs> I could yeah. fight a rabbit. I, I, could, I can fight a rabbit. I could fight at um, least two rabbits. 
I yeah, I get, but you know, I love the toughness. Yes. Uh I love I yeah. It, I love that size doesn't matter. I like right. that they're yeah. Yeah. These are tough little guys. Yeah, they've got like they've got like big big guy energy, but in a little guy. <laughs> and that's what we love to see. That's what we love. So unfortunately, yeah. because they are so cute, people do try to keep them as pets. Um, yeah. So I get it. I definitely sympathize with wanting one of these as a pet because, like, I mean, cute. Sure. So cute. Look at it. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. So cute. I, yeah. I, I want to boop its nose. I do want to boop or its, its ears. nose. I don't know. I, I want to scratch its little ears. I want to carry it around the house yeah. making airplane noises going like... <laughs> Yeah, but uh, don't do that with wild animals. Let me present to you just a case against keeping them as pets. Here's a few (laughs) reasons. First one is they smell like Satan's butthole. Their pee is highly, highly potent. They have very stinky concentrated urine because they use that in the wild to mark their territory. And in addition, oh, and also they're not drinking a lot of water. <laughs> right. It's very concentrated, very stinky. Good point. Yeah. Uh, also, they like to roll around in their own piss. So, you oh, know, no, they buddy. love the stink life. Uh, also, oh. <laughs> we mentioned earlier they don't like water. So they roll around in their own piss, and it's really not recommended that you give them baths because they get very stressed out. So you're going to have like this piss covered, reeking animal who. If you try to bathe, can give them like a panic attack and can be dangerous. So like, uh, yeah, it's not a great situation. It's Uh, truly like a newborn baby. (laughs) I imagine. (laughs) Slightly less hard than a newborn baby. Yes. So yeah, they are not domestic. But you should bathe your newborn babies. You should. uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And hopefully your newborn baby is not rolling around in its own piss. For very long. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems unavoidable at a certain age. Right, but... right, right. On this show, we are strongly anti-child neglect. So, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Finnick foxes are not domesticated. They love hunting. They have an omnivorous diet that is very difficult to replicate. Um, dogs and cats, like you may be thinking like, well, they're carnivores. Well, They have lived with us for thousands and thousands of years to the point where their metabolism has evolved to be able to eat much more of our human food such that we can make these like (laughs) kibble formulations. Like we've figured out the diet for, well, maybe not 100% figured out, but like, uh, you know, dogs, for instance, have gained the ability to digest grain, which their ancestors lacked. So Right, and they can have a little piece of salami as a treat. As a treat. They can have a little piece of salami, but only as a treat. And they can, you know, only as a treat. they can eat some grain. They are still, they still require meat and protein. Same with cats. Like, cats need meat and protein. But dogs sure. especially have developed the ability to digest more grain than their ancestors. Cats are a little less, yeah. cats didn't really change that much uh, in terms of their dietary needs compared no, to their untamable. ancestors. Untamable, but dogs definitely have. Uh, Finnick foxes have not been domesticated at all. So their metabolism has not adapted to uh, any aspect of a human diet. So you need to feed it live insects, live rodents. (laughs) Uh, You also need to do like vegetables. I've like, I looked at like some of these things where like people recommend you feed them live baby birds. 
First of all, I don't know how you source oh. that. I don't know where you get them. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got a trap. Or, and also blood everywhere. Blood I everywhere. Imagine, Again, to... they love murdering. Um, so, yeah, you would yeah. have to be cool with, like, having your pet, like, do a murder spree every day. <laughs> and, like, with a side of salad. Like, that's, like, that's what <laughs> yeah. their diet is. With a nice little, yeah, with a nice little house salad right. on the side. Right. I'll, uh, I'll have the yeah, bloody, just gotta... grotesque murder rip a baby bird's head clean off its shoulders. Um, and, like, could I could I get some arugula just on the side? <laughs> right. I, I just imagine, like, these people, like... They're like, oh, I got to leave my house for two hours a day. Set a little bird free in my house. Oh, leave for two hours. <laughs> come back to a crime scene. Right, right. A tiny just crime like, scene. I don't ask questions. I just let it happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just let a bird loose in my house and see what happens. Also, if you have one of these guys, yeah. you should really fill your house with sand. Uh, they love burrowing. Yeah. They love scrap digging up sand. So oh. really to give it its best life, uh, you would want to fill a room with sand Put some live insects in there, maybe some scorpions, baby yeah. birds, tubers. Some heat lamps. Yes. Yeah. And deal with an animal that smells like super piss, poops in the house, and who screams <laughs> constantly. Like, this is what they sound like. Oh. So imagine that 24-7. That's annoying. Don't. Yeah, leave these guys alone. The potent odor of the pungent and potent odor of piss everywhere. Dead animals, (laughs) poop. Um, Not a pet. I'm going to. That's my verdict. Not. No, not a pet. Looks like a pet. Not a pet. Not a pet. Which is which is the hardest thing for people to wrap their head around. It's hard. I get it. I want. It's. A, I. I get it too. Yeah. I want to. I want to. I want to yeah. pet one. I of really want to. I want to cuddle it. Yeah. I want. I want to give one of these guys a nice boop. Right. Like I want to dress it in little sweaters and call call him like <laughs> Benjamin and be like, come on, come Benjamin. We. Oh, we must. That's a good name. We must go to the market for your fresh baby birds. <laughs> They they definitely are the kind of like pet where they don't you know if its name's Chris it goes by Christopher they right. go by the full yeah they go by the full name yeah they're distinguished ugh imagine it in a bow tie but don't yeah well you can imagine I'm not gonna stop. you can imagine it just I, just yeah imagine it don't put it in a bow tie I'm but. not the tyrant of your imagination I encourage you to no. imagine it in a bow tie but if you try to make that a reality it's gonna be you know. Kind of pissy. I imagine you'll lose a finger. Yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> it'll least. bite you. And apparently their teeth are super, super sharp. They're like little yeah. razors. So like, you know how like puppy teeth are actually weirdly sharper than adult oh dog teeth? Oh my God. Yeah. It's like that, yeah. but even worse. So like they, their bites yeah. are apparently very bloody and painful. So, you know, let's just. let's Seems like a bad pet. Let's yeah. Just, <laughs> All let's around just, bad pet. Yeah. Let's have like an imaginary one as our pet, like and imagine it. Um, yeah. And put a little bit of Get a stuffed animal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at some pictures and get and a stuffed just, animal. Like, imagine yeah. the smell of concentrated dehydrated piss like in your in your mind. Oh, it, you can tell these guys they, look like stinky little they're stink, <laughs> stinkers. They're little stink guys and they love it. You can yeah. tell they love it. They, they love roll it. around in it. Yeah, they love yeah, piss. They love being stinky. Yeah. And, yeah. You, <laughs> you just got to let them be them. You got to let uh, them be them. 
Oh, they're so cute. I'm assuming their ears like move back and forth. But oh, yeah. They don't really like oh, go yeah. down. Oh, they yeah. Don't, they don't yeah, get. Yeah. 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 It's the full. It's it's. It's the full range of cute and horrible gremlin goblin mode. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Definition uh, of goblin mode. It would kill me to see them have, like, sad floppy ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I saw... If those I, guys ever... I saw a video of one getting bathed, and it had, like, its ears were, like, pinned oh, back, no. and it looked miserable. And it's like, don't bathe them. Let oh. them be stinky. Don't. He's, let, you know, some not, people... Yeah, some... he doesn't bathe in yeah. the wild. If you... Like, that's the thing. If you're going to get one of these as a pet, you got to commit to the stinky lifestyle. The goblin mode. You got to commit to stink life. And yeah, I and you're also going to stink. I don't think by humans, the way, yeah. you're going to smell like piss yeah, too. Your house is going to smell. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I. I don't. You know, these guys can commit to stink life. I don't think humans should. Right, uh, right. But if, like, again, like you, you will smell like piss, and you should accept that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a good message. <laughs> yeah. Uh, leave these guys alone. Leave them They're alone. They're cutie, so. Leave them alone. I do want to give them it a, smell like piss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let them smell like piss. Let them let them fight bigger animals. Uh, and 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 stay in their families and scream and like juice box a lizard, just like <laughs> oh, suck no. a lizard up like juice, a juice yeah, box. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just full Capri Sun. <laughs> Capri Sun, crush it like yeah. a Gatorade bottle and squeeze all those guts in there. Oh. I, I love them. I love tail. them. So I love its little tail and its big ears and its cute little nose. <laughs> Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Bridget, we are on to perhaps the most devious animal in the world. (laughs) And it's cute. It's so cute. It is. It, yeah, what a little ball. Yeah. Little furry ball. I think feathery I, ball. I think I may have talked about these dudes on the show before, but let's talk about them again because it's been do it. quite a while and holy moly, they are the most insidious, demented, jigsaw killer level murderers out there and they are adorable. So look at yeah. this sweet little birdie bird. Uh, can you describe it, Bridget? Yeah, I mean, I can kind of tell there's some evil behind those eyes um and and uh yeah it's it's like a a pigeon but if a pigeon was like a cute little ball yeah a tiny little ball pigeon with uh a very aerodynamic looking tail which i imagine helps them but the the thing they're very cute they're tiny it's like a little bird ball yeah um, a tiny little bird ball little bird ball but i immediately 
do not trust it because and I have a I have a feeling this is gonna come up. It does have a beak that comes around uh into like a very sharp point. <laughs> uh and that yeah, it has like this weird little curved beak, t- the tiniest little curved beak you've ever seen. Maybe that's just for um, like maybe that's just for punching a hole in your Capri yeah. Sun, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, it's just for snacks. Just for snacks. Just just for tearing open like a cutie orange, which is about the same size and shape of this guy. Yeah. So these are shrikes. So shrikes are a family of medium to small birds who are mainly found in Africa and Eurasia, although there are also a couple of species found in North America, including the loggerhead and northern shrike. And I think most of these pictures I've shown you are the loggerhead shrike. So they are. T- they look familiar to me, but you also, may have seen them. yeah. Also, uh, yeah. Bir- birds can be hard to identify for me. Not a birder <laughs> in the yeah. wild, but I uh, mean, I I've done birding and it's hard. Even like when uh, you yeah. have some experience, it's difficult. So yeah, they are typically gray, brown, and white in coloration with a black beak, and they've got a little bandit mask over their eyes. They've got the raccoon yeah, thing going, they do. so you know that's kind of what makes them. Yeah, yeah you know they're up to something. These little zoros, yeah. like it's, yeah, uh, you know it, it is. I feel like it's a weird kind of stereotyping with the bandit mask, but it's like almost always like in nature when you got someone with a bandit mask, it's like you're up to something because raccoons are always yeah. up to stuff. Yeah, you're you. Yeah, your eyes are dark. I don't. Uh, I can't fully trust you, but it is. Right. It's a cool look. Right. It's very cute. I mean, uh, it, it's sleek. It's these guys are sleek as hell. It, I like their tails. Yeah, they look like they're fast. They look like they can dive. They look like little crime lords, I might... and I do like that. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, so that that first picture you have, it looks like a little Tony Soprano bird. Yeah, yeah. Which you which you uh, think you think you you come to my yeah. you come to my egg's wedding and you <laughs> yeah. you don't even bring don't bring gabagoo. You don't bring yeah. gabagoo goo. Uh, <laughs> ga- gabba. We'll, we'll work on that one. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that uh, Gabagoo yeah. um, is actually from Capicola and it got bastardized yeah. into Gabagoo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the same meat. It's Capicola. Capicola, it's just, yeah. Uh, like, it, it, yeah, it's just like slang or yeah. it was like Italian slang for Capicola. Well, and it's now like it's Capicola, it's because, which is one of our best words. Right. Because in southern Italy, um, Capicola, like pe- people sometimes drop the last vowel in words. So Capicola turned right. into Capicol. Capicol somehow, like, yeah, I don't know, got, got like from the transatlantic trip from Italy to the US, like it turned into like Gabagool or something. And it's like, uh, became like Gabagoo. <laughs> which is one of our best words. So <laughs> it really is. You know? So these. And this great melting pot. Yes. So these, Gabagool is one yeah, of our best things. Yeah, these birds definitely look like they're complaining about Gabagool. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they and- do. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a line in, I, in Toy Story 3, I want to say, where uh, Miss Potato Head is packing up Mr. Potato Head for a trip. And she says, I'm packing your angry eyes yeah. just in case. And these guys definitely have their angry eyes. That's right. Yes. Despite looking just like this little bird that is also perhaps a touch mischievous 
They are known as the butcher bird for good reasons. So shrikes are carnivores. They love meat. They not only love to eat meat, they love collecting meat and saving it for later. So how do you do that Mm. when you don't have a fridge or a pantry? Well, you shish kebab your victims on spikes. So... What? Oh, wow. They're little psychopaths. Yes. So they will catch insects, reptiles, small mammals, and even other birds and impale them on spikes wherever they can find spikes. So that could be thorns, branches, or even man-made structures like barbed wire. Wow, they have like little meat lockers just around. They're like, they're Leatherface, essentially. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, these are serial killers. Yes. So some species uh, do make sure to kill their victims before impaling them, such as the loggerhead shrike. (laughs) And they will grab their victim by the neck, inflict a precise bite to the neck, paralyzing them. And once their victim has gone limped, Uh, With the prey's neck still in their beaks, they will shake them violently until their neck snaps. And these shrikes, these little birds, subject them to a G-force similar to a roller coaster. Wow. Mm -hmm. Horrifying. Yeah. Uh, Also methodical, but also violent. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow. Yeah. I guess I... Respected. I'm terrified. Yeah. Of this tiny bird. Yes. <laughs> of this cute tiny bird that I want to hold in my hand. But right. Now I really don't. I, I feel like I would be very like I would I if they were like a crime boss, despite them being this little and small, I'd be like, Yeah, whatever you say, boss, like I would respect them. Oh yeah. No, I, even more now the Tony Soprano of birds. Right, exactly. You know, like you yeah, got yeah. you you gotta make a quick you got you Right. Yeah, you get There's pow. Something, yeah. You get you a pow right in the neck. <laughs> and and much like Tony Soprano, there's something lovable about it, but also, mm-hmm. you know, there's an inherent evil. They yeah, they will kill you uh, if you yeah. if you yeah. present <laughs> them with you know and, complications. And a pretty yeah, in a pretty violent way. A complication yes. is such as being around when they are hungry, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Then once they have killed their prey dead in this horribly violent way, they will impale them on a spike. So the use of this like (laughs) meat locker um, helps them eat larger prey by like methodically stripping bits of flesh off them. And also to save the food for later if they're like, you know, not so hungry anymore. Just like, you know, leftovers. And it's like a half eaten freaking lizard on a spike. With its face just in its locked in to what it looked like when it was violently assaulted. Uh, yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, and the doc I sent you, I said, don't scroll down. But now you, you can absolutely scroll down now because, uh, you know. Yeah. I've got pictures of this business. And it's. it's Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> this is gruesome Mm -hmm. this is a crime scene yes these are crime scene photos it's like from hannibal it yeah it looks uh premeditated it i mean it is absolutely yeah yeah it (laughs) wow this is 
Uh, yeah, this is these are these are some violent pictures of this small rodents and other birds, which is is Something more creative. Yeah, tiny lizard just like yeah, just through the head. Yeah, like that. I think it's like a. <laughs> I think it's some kind of mouse or rat, and the spike is going just right through the <laughs> right, skull, right through the. It's, yeah, they really. Uh, I, especially this one, the, the first one, I, how they angled it to impale it. <laughs> and like I they're don't doing know, art I, now. They're like, they're get. it's like a arrangement, you know, like edible bouquets. Right. Where it's artfully yeah. arranged food, but it's uh, like that. Yeah. But like, hey, check with, out how I've artfully yeah, arranged the mouse I'm going to skeletonize. It's also like I understand their the branches can be this sharp, but it feels like they had to sharpen some of these. Things. I mean, this is like they usually pick out really thorny trees. Yeah, like, like these are that one. That's like a thorn. So that's that is sharp. Yeah, that that's yeah. Like I don't that's know. Definitely, a I don't pokey. know of them actually like sharpening branches. Uh, they tend to just like to use the available spiky things yeah. that's why they'll they will absolutely use barbed wire and just like yeah the <laughs> the barbed wire that one uh and maybe it's just this type of lizard that looks barbecued yeah it's um, a, i mean it's a horned lizard so it already looks kind of dried out um yeah but yeah i mean it could have been there for a few days and for, sort of, for sort a of while to yeah. mummify a little bit actually you know they will do food preparation so like <laughs> um, they uh, they will take something that is normally toxic, like a toxic insect such as the lubber grasshopper, that if they ate it immediately, it would make them sick. So they will impale these grasshoppers, leave them dead and impaled for around three days while the toxin degrades, and then eat them once they're ripe, essentially. Wow. Once the toxin has degraded enough during the decomposition. And then, like, eat them, and they're safe then. So, yeah, it's, like, kind of a... Smart kid. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, I've, like, letting your wine age, except it's a dead sure, grasshopper you've impaled. It's a, yeah, dead poisonous grasshopper. Do <laughs> um, they, like, I have to feel like their food gets poached a lot, or do they, like, hang out? They protect it. I mean, yeah, it's an interesting question. I no think problem. because they're, like... High up in, like, usually these thorny things are sort of, like, high up. So, like, a typical yeah. predator isn't going to be up there. Um, it may get yeah. poached by other, like, predatory birds or other shrikes, potentially. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, th I think they, they will eat. It, it's, they will, like, once they've killed it, they will eat it. Like, uh, immediately they will eat as much as they want uh, until they're full. And then, like, they, they'll stop eating, go go off, do their business, and then come back, and I'm sure sometimes it gets poached, but you know, yeah. But I, but you don't want to mess with these. You don't want to poach one of these guys' food. <laughs> they'll impale you. Yeah, like you don't want to. They'll have your head on a spike, <laughs> literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, it's 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 truly a crime scene. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny because they will impale anything they catch. So like from a little bee, which there's something cute and sad about that. Just like this bee that they've impaled. Um, or yeah. to like a large rodent or even a bird nearly their own size. Like they will take on birds that are almost like the same size as them and like 
thrash them and then it's just oh it's just it's it's incredible like just they are they are the hannibal hannibals of uh of the bird world yeah these guys uh are maybe the scariest yes to me. they they're i saved them most terrifying for last because yeah they they're i mean it is like it's like hell it's like Things impaled <laughs> on spikes. These are hell birds. And they, they just look so proud of their kill, yeah. too. They're, they're standing next to it, just like, yeah. I did like, it. Yeah. They're not they're not I even like it trying to shirk responsibility. They're like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> I did this. Yeah. I did this. Mess with me. It's like if OJ Simpson had written a book that said, I did it instead of if I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with him on the cover next to his... Uh, right. Yeah, it's like next them. to the yeah. murder scene. Just, yeah. Uh, this is... Yeah. They, <laughs> these are... Yeah, truly crime scene photos. It really is. I've got them in the show notes. You know, it's like... Check them out. Check them out if you want. Like, they're not... I I don't find They're them, not gory. They, I don't find they're them not too gory, gory, but I think just emotionally... There, it's yeah. The punch is not the gore. It's, it's not really gore or no, blood. It's just shocking. It's the emotional it's, gut punch of seeing this bird proudly standing next to like one of them is a European robin, which is one of my favorite birds. Oh. I think they're the cutest birds in the world. It's just this poor little yeah. European robin impaled on a spike with this like innocent yeah. looking bird just being like, "Yeah, I did that. That was me." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat that later. I'm going to eat gonna it. It's going to be delicious. I'm going to eat yeah. half of it now and save half of it for later. <laughs> for later, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's... Uh, they're, yeah, they're smart. Uh, they ration, you know. Yeah, no, it's... It, yeah, it, it's, not a, it's not a gore thing. It's just, it's shocking to see in the animal kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... it's uh... Something that seems so premeditated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I feel... Because, you know, I feel like our culture has a somewhat unhealthy obsession with true crime these days. Yeah. Like the whole Dahmer obsession. And it's a little bit, yeah. it's a little gauche. It's a little unhealthy. So maybe it, it, we could just educate ourselves about nature and then get our sick kicks that way. Because there's a lot of serial killers. There's in the a lot. World. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it. And like in, like in real life uh the last people you would expect yes exactly you know i couldn't have said it better myself bridget um which oh. is why again i'm always keeping one eye open around you because like you look yeah. very innocent you very can't, sweet it, right but there's something you know there's something behind the eyes of all yeah these, exactly uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna group myself in with them a Adorable little sweeties. I have seen you uh, like at a because we used to work together, and there was like a shoot. And I remember like you would put up signs like "Be quiet in this hallway," and people would walk on uh, walk on by, having loud conversations. <laughs> and here comes Bridget again, like she's like the tarsier yeah. of the human world. You know, like looks very sweet, very innocent. And then yeah. just like destroys these people, literally rips their <laughs> head off, you know, impales yeah, them on no spikes. One... Yeah, if you're talking on one of my sets, uh, you know, it goes quiet pretty quickly. I, yeah. I storm out of the room 
and then everything is silent. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, Impa- you head know, impaled. No on one knows the boom. what happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Send a PA to clean it up. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> save it for later. Yeah. Save it for uh, later for 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 yeah. the for craft table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, just a bunch of little birds. <laughs> well, Bridget, uh, before we go, we have to switch gears and play a little game I like to call "Guess Who's Squawking," the mystery animal sound game. Every week I play a mystery animal sound and you, the listener, yeah. and you, the guest, try to guess who's walking. So are you ready? Let's do it. Are you ready? So last week's mystery animal sound hint was this. This alarm call is no laughing matter. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a, is it a rubber duck? <laughs> That's that's right. It's a it's a literal rubber duck. It's a uh. it's a rubber ducky. Uh, <laughs> give, uh, give me give me the hint one more time. The... This alarm call is no laughing matter. Laughing matter makes me want to say a hyena, but that definitely sounds like some sort of bird. That noise comes out of a beak. I want to imagine. <laughs> um, uh, oh man. I, this is I, I, another another just like wrong guess, but I'm gonna go with some sort of uh, loon. Interesting. It is a wrong guess. I appreciate it nonetheless. But this is the alarm call of a llama. It's a, a llama. llama. You got llama. You got llama. Wow, Bridget, you got wow, llama. That... How did how's it wow. feel? Wow. The the. I mean, I have never trusted llamas. <laughs> uh, they're tricky. That, yeah. that truly sounds like it comes out of a beak. It um, does. It does. Or a horn. It, it's it's an odd sound. Yeah. It's an odd, yeah, sound. But uh, yeah, I guess llamas squeak <laughs> or squawk. <laughs> or squawk. Who knew? Yeah. So yeah. llamas are social animals and they live with a herd in the wild. And in captivity, they will consider those who live with them as part of their herd, regardless of species. So similar to donkeys, they can be used as livestock guards who will issue alarm calls and attack predators who try to attack its herd, which could be a group of sheep or other livestock that the llama has now adopted and Mm. believes it must protect with this incredible alarm call and with a righteous aggression. I love llamas as like old timey centuries. Yes. Bodyguards, sentry guards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They that seems yeah. They're lovely. I I love them. Yeah, they're they're a strange animal, and uh, that seems like a good job for them. Yes. <laughs> On to this week's mystery animal sound. Here is the hint. As a fellow introverted redhead, I sympathize with sometimes wanting personal space. <laughs> All right, Bridget, can you guess who's squawking? And if you guess correctly, I'm going to have to bleep you out so everyone else can have a chance. But people will know if you got it right. I feel like that's... (gasps) 
You are absolutely correct. Yes. <laughs> oh, that feels good. That it feels does. Good. I'll, I'll quack you out, but everyone, for the Great. record, Bridget has guessed it correctly. And don't you forget it. Don't you forget it, or she's going to, like, impale yeah. you on a spike. <laughs> on a spike. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's also the way of Bridget. Uh, so- <laughs> not, not in this podcast, but... Uh, Yes. So, uh, very good guest. Bridget, thank you so much for being on the show today. Where can people find you? Ah, thanks so much for having me. It's so fun to talk about animals. I love them. Uh, You guys can find me on the Small Beans Network. I have a couple different podcasts there. As Katie mentioned, Shooting Threes right now, where me and Sarah Griffith are going over movie trilogies. Uh, Rough Stuff will be back soon. Uh, and you know, whenever Fast and Furious comes out, we're going to be talking about that. And uh, you can you can keep up to date with all the the movie stuff, uh, producing, writing, directing stuff I've been doing uh, over on Twitter at Bridget Tweets for you know however long that <laughs> still uh, kicking. I'm curious about the new Fast and Furious because like I think they were filming it here actually in Turin and oh, like parts of it. Yeah. Probably they're going to say it's Rome or something, which sucks because, like, come on. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, yeah, there was, like, a helicopter going around, like, making it impossible to podcast for Yeah. (laughs) Oh, when you're in the vicinity of a Fast and Furious movie shooting, you know it. It's disruptive. And it disturbs everything. (laughs) It's very disruptive, but for for good cause. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Yeah, you'll see Katie, like, poking out a window, like, shaking her fist. (laughs) Going, oh, what's the matter with you? Okay. Yeah. Hey. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah. And hey, thank you for listening to the podcast. Your ears are doing great work there. I appreciate it. Uh, if you're enjoying the show and you leave a rating or review, I deeply appreciate it. I literally read every single review and I, they mean a lot to me. I really appreciate getting that feedback. And again, like if you think you know who's squawking or you got a question, uh, you can email me at creaturefeaturepod at gmail.com. And thanks so much to the Space Cossacks for their super awesome song, Exolumina. Creature Feature is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts like the one you just heard, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or hey, guess what? Wherever you listen to your favorite shows, I don't judge you. Come on. Come on. It's fine. Wherever. See you next Wednesday. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. 
This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 